This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd from The Night Shift. And on the show this week, we took a look at a theatre production coming to Dubai called A Woman's Mind. We were joined by the cast who told us all about what we can expect from this production that you can see at the junction. Enjoy the podcast and do join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yes, indeed, and welcome back to the show. We're going to jump onto a stage right now and talk a little bit of uh, theatre. A gentleman who's flown in from overseas, especially to direct this piece and also be on my radio show, is Michael Harvey. Great to see you, Michael. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Mark. Very pleased to be here. Where have you come from? I've come all the way from Cardiff. From Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. And, uh, well, it's great to have you in town. Um, I know we've chatted uh, before in the past, but uh, this is a very special production um, by the looks of things. And uh, we've also got Shireen Safe, who is the uh, performer and creator. Shireen, how are you? Hello. Very, very well. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for coming along. And uh, the lady in red tonight, um, <laughs> Shireen. So, uh, Michael, tell me a little bit about this production. It's called A Woman's Mind. And um, how how you approach directing it? Well, my approach to directing is a little bit different to what people might expect. So Shireen is the main driver, the main creative force behind the show. It's her idea. She chose the material and it's, we're doing it in her way. Yeah. My approach is not to tell her what to do, although occasionally I will tell her <laughs> what, we have what an, not to do. Yes, exactly. I have, we have an agreement where I'm allowed to say, mm, no, not that. Um, but my job is to create the environment in which Shireen's creativity can flourish and we had a very good example of that the other day Um, a couple of days ago we did a run and we knew it was clunky and we knew it wasn't quite right Uh, we had a conversation and then the next time we did it it was in flow now it wasn't the comments anyone made that made it work in fact you have to go through the wonky clunky phase yeah to arrive at the nice flowing. So, so you're the creator of it. Um, uh, tell me a little bit about the idea and, and where this all, all started, Shireen. I have a background as an Indian classical dancer. And this is a story that I heard when I was 13 years old Yeah. and in dance class. And this is a story of a character called Ahalya from the Ramayana. So Ramayana is one of the two big epics, Indian epics that we have. And the story I heard at that time was about this woman who was cursed and liberated by a character. And just that whole thing in her own story, she didn't feature in her own story. She was just in passing. So this story stayed with me. And um, I told this story in 2018, a 10-minute version of it in Rome at a storytelling festival. And it came back to me again. And I was really interested in exploring more and, and this show happened. Um, I also got some funding from the uh, Culture Foundation in Abu Dhabi, and yeah. then that gave me the opportunity to actually create a full-length show. Wow. So, yeah. Um, tell me about, you know, wh- why you wanted Michael on board mm. to direct you. Um, you know, obviously <laughs> you've created this. It's your yeah. story, but you wanted another pair of eyes and another pair of ears. Why, why Michael? I mean, number one, um, I think when you create your own show, you definitely need to have an external eye. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of writing, directing, producing, all of that in one person. Why, Michael? Because I watched him perform in okay. 2018 in Rome when I did oh, the 10-minute okay. version of this. And he's a rare combination of a performer, 
as in he's a storyteller. He's also got a theater background, plus he directs. So that whole combination is a very rare thing. I really like his style. It's very direct, very easy, and he's very compelling. And I really like working with him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, tell me a bit more about your background, um, uh, Michael, um, and how theater started for you. Well, for me, it started off as street theater which is the roughest, hardest type of theatre you can do, and you can't do it for very long. I think I did it for about four or five years, and then I just had to stop because <laughs> I was knackered. And then I got into other parts of theatre that I hadn't expected to be interested in. So I worked with an English director called John Wright, who specialises in mask work. And when I discovered masks, I thought, oh, my God, this is, this is the thing I have to do with the rest of my life. And uh, I did for a few years, and I was teaching mask work, and it is such a freeing and enjoyable and deep way of working. And then one day, we're getting on for 30 years ago, I went to the first ever Beyond the Border Storytelling Festival. Yeah. And I walked into a tent, and I'd seen some, some storytelling, and I thought some of it was okay, and I thought some of it was definitely not okay. And I sat down, and I this this storyteller came out and he was French and it was the end of the festival everyone was tired and this man Abby Patricks said to the audience oh you are all tired maybe some of you should go to the bar if you want to stay you stay but if you stay you listen <laughs> and so but everyone stayed of course why wouldn't you and then he launched into this amazing story a uh, Norwegian story his mother's Norwegian and he launched into the story, and when it was over, there was silence, and then yeah. massive applause, yeah. and I walked out of there knowing that I had to be a storyteller. Wow. What a story. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, what's this mask work you, you, that you mentioned? Just tell me a, a little bit more about that. Well, mask work is probably one of the simplest and most ancient ways of transforming yourself. So you put a mask on, and in, certainly when I was working with John Wright, the system is very simple. You have a look at the mask. You put your face in the shape of the mask. You put the mask on. Bingo. There we are. You just carry on behaving, but like the mask. And it is massively liberating. Just because yeah. you've got something on your face, somehow or other, normal rules don't apply. And you can be much freer, much more risky, and and much more interesting than than otherwise. So it, for me, it was a great liberation. Wow, well, that's uh, amazing. Some mask work. Now, um, let's find out a bit more about Shireen's background. You said you started out as a, a classical dancer. What was the road, the journey into becoming a classical dancer? Well, I started when I was 10 years old. Um, and since then, um, theatre happened to me about 12 years ago. So I started out as a dancer. Yeah. And then I got into theatre and started storytelling happened after that and then visual art so it's literally been all these different disciplines and somehow they sort of interweave as well depending on the kind of work that I'm doing but today if someone asks me what is your main discipline I would say I'm an actor first uh, and dance would probably be number three maybe okay so you've kind of graduated <laughs> yeah from, from that. yeah so that's kind of dance is part of me it's my language it's a, it's easy for me to uh, it's it's something that I can use very easily, but I think of myself primarily as an actor who has access to multiple disciplines. Yeah, uh, yeah, so that's yeah. How I, look at I mean, growing up, you said you were ten years old when, mm -hmm. you, when you started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, is it quite a you know regimented discipline to become a, an Indian classical dancer? Hundred oh, yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the road like? Ooh, uh, hard. I remember the first day my mum put me in this dance class. 
And it was excruciating. I'm like, Mom, do I have to do this? Because <laughs> for the longest time, you just sat there in a plie yeah. and just doing that for like two months. I'm like, Mom, I, don't, I really don't want to do this. So it takes a while for you to really enjoy dancing. It's like swimming. You know, yeah, when you yeah. learn for the first time, it's like a struggle. Yeah. But then you find your flow. But that journey is tough. You know, it's a lot of physical um, sort of... You've got to go through a lot. Mm. You say now you consider yourself an actor first. Yes. Um, tell me about some of the roles that you've taken on. And, uh, you know, let, we'll, we'll come back to a woman's mind and find out exactly, you know, how you prepare for that. But what, what are some of your, the roles that you've really enjoyed doing? I've just come out of touring a play in my mother tongue, which is Malayalam. And it's a really, really interesting play. And I worked with an award-winning director in India. And we toured almost in every single festival in India. Yeah. What is super special about this role is that I literally have one dialogue. That's it. I just speak once. But the <laughs> entire play is a very physical play. Okay. And you convey everything through gesture, through movement, through mood, all of that. So that was a really interesting role that I played. Um, and then um, a lot. I've done a lot of things. There used to be this incredible director called Liz Hadaway, and we've done a oh, lot. Oh, I of, know Liz. Of really course, well. you know Liz. Yeah, Everyone yeah. knows Liz, and I've done a lot of immersive productions with. I've thoroughly enjoyed. Those. Were you on the QE two when she did? Yes. It? Yeah, you was right. <laughs> I think everyone in Dubai was on that QE two <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. So I've done a lot of interesting work with her. I've done some work with Saul Abiyad, who does a lot of ex- experimental theatre work. Um, I've worked with some directors here as well. I've performed at the junction and in lots of other places. But off yep. the top of my mind, I think yeah, these are the ones that's coming up. Yeah. So, Michael, what's the experience been like directing Shireen? You know, a one-woman <laughs> show. What, what's, Be nice. What, what? <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Tell me about your your journey to that. It's been great because we have known each other for quite a long time before we decided to to, to make a show, and we had a common vocabulary already. So there are certain types of storytelling vocabulary that I use that I know just work and I use them because they work. Mm. And that's the language that we use. Uh, so I can, I, can, I can ask her to, to do something or ask Shireen to, to, to use different modes or different ways of being or yeah. different gazes and so on, which are all very useful for storytelling. And she gets exactly what I'm talking about. But I think there's something about storytelling that people may not realize, mm. and that is there is no script. <laughs> Nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> no script. Right. It's not written down anywhere. So the storyteller or storytellers internalize the experience of the story. They open their mouth and the story comes out mm-hmm. exactly as if you were telling a story of your own experience because part of the storyteller's job is to turn the story on the page, and often, of course, we take stories from the page, and internalize it so that it feels like your own experience. And then when you open your mouth, the people watching go, oh, he was there, he saw it. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it gives them the the vicarious experience of the experience of the story, rather than seeing, um, I'm not just seeing theater now, but what (laughs) what you see on the theater is people taking on one perspective, almost always, if they've got a character, for example, but here, Shireen is playing a whole load of different gods. Wow. And she's playing a woman who is made from different elements and stuck together and is amazingly beautiful. And she also reacts to the earth. And we get it all. 
Amazing. Shireen, I believe there's quite a musical element to uh, to this production. Tell me mm, about that. That's right. I am super fortunate to uh, you know be collaborating with the Malha Center for Performing Arts. They're one of the, the most uh, incredible spaces here, and they work with Hindustani music. Yeah. I have a vocalist who's the founder and director of Malhar, Jogirad Sikidar. I have a violinist who's just joined their team, Oindra Kumar, and a tabla player, Prashant Yavre, and... They basically lift the show. So yeah. they, it's not music right through the show. No. But sort of they interject with music to create mood, transition, um, all of that thing. And, and we've worked together to create something. Sounds like they're pretty that. slick players as well. Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how important is this musical element, uh, Director Michael? It's absolutely vital. I mean, there will be versions of the show that go out and mm. on tour without live music. And those shows will be great. However... Having the music there and also the interaction between the musicians and Shireen is really, really important because yeah. Indian musicians are watching the performers all the time. Yeah. And there's often a kind of dialogue, another layer of communication going on. And you can see, particularly Jogiraj, you can see him enjoying Shireen's performance and egging her on a bit. <laughs> And so there's a definite yeah. communication there. And it's it just, they blend really well together. And my, I mean, I've, I've worked quite a lot with Indian dance in the UK. And again, here, this amazing thing happens when the Indian musicians play, particularly when they're opening a show. Mm. It's as if the world that, of that story appears in the room. It's astonishing. Wow. Sounds, sounds great. Now, without giving too much away, um, uh, Shireen, a woman's mind. What, what kind of is a little bit of the story that you can reveal? Not not too much. Just give us a, a flavour, an idea. Well, the thread of the story is that Ahalia, the, the main character in the story, she's created by a god called Brahma. Um, he's distilled the essence of this universe and he captures this this extraordinarily, impossibly beautiful woman. She is married off to a really, sort of an older man, a sage, and another god gets really interested in her, wants her. He disguises himself, and then stuff happens. Yeah, and <laughs> and and it's it's literally about that journey of of her um, of, of all the three characters, in fact. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, Do you enjoy performing this role? Thoroughly, thoroughly, Why? very much. Why? Why? Um, a because the, of the connection that I have with the story. It's yeah. a story that I've uh, explored as a child, but I'm looking at it in very different eyes. And the story, the thing with storytelling is because you don't have a script, it uh, chooses to open out stuff to you and give you access mm. to that story only over time. So the more you speak it, the more you live within that thing. Each time you discover something new. So I, I'm. I think I'm at the beginning of my journey, and I'm going to be taking this show after the premiere. I'm going to be traveling it. I'm really excited really? to know. Where are you going to be going? Well, um, storytelling festivals yeah. um, in possibly Rome, India, possibly Singapore. Anyone who wants to take the show, really. Right. Wow. So, um, when and where can we see it here in Dubai? You can watch it this weekend. Um, the opening night is on Friday. It's at 7.30 at the junction. Yeah. And then we have two other shows on Saturday and Sunday. So we have three shows in all. Three shows all in all. Michael, um, you've been uh, brought over here to direct this. What's mm -hmm. next uh, on the menu for you once you've completed this? Uh, is it back to, uh, back to Cardiff and back to theatre? Back to Cardiff and back to a new, well, relatively new project. I've, I'm working with another dancer and a musician to make a story based on Welsh folklore. Oh, nice. And we've done a premiere of it already. Uh, we need to 
to, to work it up a bit and then we'll, we take it on the road sometime next year. Well, lovely. Uh, tickets. Where can we get our tickets? Platinum List. Yeah. Yep. Just go on to Platinum List and you'll find a woman's mind there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you excited about getting on stage? Excited. Solo on your own? And uh, with, with your band, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I mean, I guess I'm excited because storytelling as a genre is not really that mature here yeah. in, the, in the region. Yeah. It's not a theatre show. And it's not a dance show. It's not a music show. It's a storytelling show. Right. So I'm really excited to see how people are going to respond to this material. And um, yeah, I just want to. I just want to know. I'm just excited, a little bit nervous. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> totally. I can I can feel your enthusiasm <laughs> coming out of you, Shireen Safe. Um, once again, the creator and the performer of A Woman's Mind, and Michael Harvey, the director. Thanks so much for coming along and having a chat. And uh, we wish you all the very best for the performance. Thank you. Thank you, you, Mark, Thank for you so us. much. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.